animation of, uh, told from the perspective of John. Uh, they're on the Isle of Patmos, and uh, there are English and special, uh, excuse me, English and Spanish audio tracks and subtitles. And so uh, take it, watch it, and then find somebody, some kid, can be related to you or get some kid down the street, whatever, some kid that needs to know about Jesus and give them one. Okay? Got it? Amen? Oh, me? Yes? No? Okay, good. Hebrews chapter 1. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners. And what does the word divers mean? Divers. Put the E on the end of it. God, who in sundry, which means a lot of different, and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. Now, let me tell you what's cool about that. If Jesus is heir of all things, and I have received Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, then I am a joint heir. A joint heir. Heirs of God, join heirs with Jesus Christ. Right? You remember that verse? Okay. So, if he's appointed Jesus to be heir of all things and has made me a joint heir, I am a joint heir of all things. Now, a joint heir doesn't mean that he gets half and I get half. No. It means it all stays together and we both get all of it. Okay, so whatever I need is available through Jesus Christ, my Lord. And God has said he would supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. Okay, his riches in glory hold more wealth than any bank on the face of the earth. In fact, than all the banks on the face of the earth. He's not going to supply my, my needs according to his riches on earth. Although his riches on earth certainly could help supply our needs. He's going to supply our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Okay? So that eliminates the vast majority of the population who don't believe in Jesus. Right? Yeah, sure does. Because he's going to do it by Christ Jesus, and people who don't know Christ Jesus as personal Savior aren't in that group. Let's move on. By whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sin, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Well, he never said that to any angel. I don't care what the Mormons believe. You do know that Mormons believe that 
Jesus and Lucifer are brothers. Yeah, that's what they believe. Okay? And Lucifer turned out to be the bad son. Jesus is a good son. And Jesus became an angel and then became God or is becoming God. And, you know, and if you do right and follow the teachings of Mormon Church, then you can become a God someday. Okay? Now you say, Brother Casey, that's not scriptural, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's found in Scripture. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Yeah, only it's chapter, it's not chapter 3, is it? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Now, anyhow, in those first two, chapter, first two or three chapters, Satan said, Why? God doth know that the day you eat that fruit, you'll be as gods, knowing good and evil. You'll not surely die. Whoa, okay, so Mormons are teaching the same lie that Satan taught in the Garden of Eden? Yeah, same one. There are no new lies. Okay? Nothing new under the sun, Solomon said. No new lies. Same lie. Only they dressed it up and said that it came off of golden tablets with these super secret eyeglasses that the angel Moroni brought. Okay? Now, I don't remember. I, don't, I wasn't there. Okay? I do know that if you put an I on the end of a word, it makes it plural. Okay? Alumni? Is that plural? Sure. It means more than one alumni. Okay? So, Moroni would be... Never mind. That's not preaching. That's just meddling. <laughs> Casting aspersions on my <coughs> Mormon acquaintances. I started to say friends, and I thought, well, no, that's not right. Okay? And which, to which of the angels said he, again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son? None. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, let all the angels of God worship him. So Jesus is made much better than the angels. Now, we don't have any problem with that as Baptists and, and many of us as lifelong Christians. We, you know, that doesn't. But for the Jews, that's pretty important. Okay, Because when you don't know that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God, then you don't know that He's Messiah. And if you don't know that He's Messiah, then you have to consider Him a great prophet because of the miracles that He did, like Elijah and Elisha and Moses. Or you have to figure He's an angel like Michael and Gabriel. And so God says, when he brings in the first begotten into the world, he saith, verse 6, let all the angels of God worship him. Only God gets worshipped. We find in the book of Revelation, uh, John falls down and the angel says, no, 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 get up, get up. You only worship God, don't worship me. Same thing with Daniel. 
any time an angel appears in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, uh, if if people bow down to them, they say, no, 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 you don't worship angels. You only worship God. Get up. It's pretty significant because they produce whole catalogs now of little ornamental angels and poems about angels and things that hang on your rearview mirror. What do they call? Not the not the fuzzy dice. Uh, yeah, the air fresheners shaped like angels. Yeah, okay. And all that kind of stuff. As though people are worshiping angels. And the people generally who get all wrapped up in that and do begin worshiping angels then open themselves up to demonic spirits and they are able then to channel these angelic beings. You say, Brother Casey, that sounds new age. Actually, it's old age. But yeah, it's part of the New Age movement. You put a new name on idolatry and you know, and you can sell it to more people. People don't seem to recognize it. And of the angels. To which of the angels he saith? Oh, and of the angels he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son... He saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. You say, where's that? Psalm 45 and Psalm... 104 in Deuteronomy 32 verse 43 Psalm chapter 2 verse 7 okay the writer of Hebrews just quoting the Psalms what it says about Jesus what it says about angels he gets down here to verse 9 excuse me verse 10 and he says thou Lord in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish. What's going to perish? The world and the heavens. They shall perish, but thou remainest. They all shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture, thou hast folded them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. Pretty cool. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit here on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Now wait, check out verse 14. Read again. Okay? Are they not all ministering spirits? Okay, what are not all what ministering spirits? What's he talking about? Angels. Are not all the angels ministering spirits? Okay, so it tells us two things. Number one, they're spirits. Spirit forms. Okay, they can take on human flesh so that you can see them. In fact, uh, one of the writers 
uh, in the New Testament, and I forget which one, said, uh, be careful to entertain strangers because some have entertained angels unaware. Pretty cool. They are spirits that can take on human form. But they're also ministers, ministering spirits. You say, you mean like preachers? No, 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 no. Like you go to the hospital and you can't feed yourself and you can't get out of bed by yourself and you can't roll over by yourself and they send someone in to minister to you. You say, oh, like a nurse. Yeah, and like a CNA, uh, nurse's aide, and like a med tech, and like a housekeeper, and and like a doctor, and and they come in, and, and they do for you what you cannot do for yourself. They minister to you. And let me tell you some of the ways that they minister to you. They are ministering spirits. For them who shall be heirs of salvation. Okay? Now, I became an heir of salvation before the foundation of the earth. So how do you know that? Because God already knew I was going to trust Christ as Savior at age 11. Okay? So when I was born, He sent a ministering spirit... To keep me from dying when my sister rolled me off the end of the bed and broke my collarbone at nine months of age. Okay? She says she didn't do it. And at nine months, I don't remember if she did it. But who else could it have been? Ron wasn't born yet. Ministering spirits who got my attention just in time to move over to the shoulder of the road so the car veering into my lane didn't smash head on into my car. Ministering spirits to give me strength to get to the hospital when my lungs were so full of fluid I was passing out. Ministering spirits who every time I get in that van, get on the front bumper and the back bumper and a couple hang on the sides so that nobody messes with God's servant in God's car. You say, Brother Casey, you must really be special. Oh, Absolutely. I'm an heir of salvation. God knew I was going to get saved. Uh, do you think he knew you were going to get saved? Oh, so, so you're special too? Okay. That also explains the class I was in in elementary school. We were special. Okay. Quit. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> Please. Yeah. 
producing. Exactly. Absolutely. Try the spirits. That's exactly right. We walk by faith, not by feeling. Amen. Very good. Thanks, Tom. Ministering spirits for those who are made heirs of salvation. Chapter 2, verse 1. I'm quitting. But it says, therefore, in light of everything we found in chapter 1, therefore, because we have these ministering spirits who minister to us who are heirs of salvation, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed. More earnest heed. Now, if you heed something, what's that mean? It means you pay attention. Okay, Earnest heed means that you pay close attention. More earnest heed means that don't allow yourself to be distracted. See what it says. Believe what it says. And then act on what it says. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Slip away is a good translation there. We should let them slip away. You see, the reason the place is not packed out tonight is because some folks who know Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, which we'll get to in a few weeks, months, years, whenever we get there. They know that verse, which says what? Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together after the manner of some is, and so much the more as you say the day, the, as you see the day approaching. Okay? Some of them who know that have allowed that to slip away. I mean, how can you not read the paper or listen to the radio or watch the news on TV and not know that the day of Christ's return is approaching? It's getting closer and closer all the time. Brother Casey, do you know when he's coming? Yeah. You know the day? No, but I know the hour. Y'all heard me say that before, right? Coming between 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning. Because it's always between 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning somewhere. (laughs) Okay. Right. Uh. I just, uh, I just know it could be any time. I was reading. We know he's coming. And we know that he's not coming until the Father says everything's ready. I was reading today a professor. At one of the Arab universities in Israel, took 23 of her doctrinal students, master's level students, to Auschwitz-Birkenau. Say, is that significant? 
Yeah, the Arabs for the past 50 years have denied that the Holocaust ever took place. And she took her students there and said they need to see it. They need to know that the Jews are not in Israel because of, uh, because of the Holocaust. The Zionist movement started in the 1800s. These people are here because it's their homeland. Well, for an Arab college professor, university professor, to say that, she took a lot of heat. But she now has 23 students who have seen Auschwitz and Birkenau and the furnaces where they burn the bodies and the gas chambers where they gas the people and kill them. They now have 30, 23 Arab students who have seen that who are not going to be swayed next time one of the Palestinian leaders stands up and says, oh, the Holocaust never happened. They're just using that as an excuse. They know better. Okay? Whoever thought that would have happened? Whoever would have thought that there might be a time in Israel when there would be peace between the Israelis and the Palestinians, even if it's forced peace? But we're at that point at this point in time. Okay? All they need is a world leader step on the scene and say, okay, I'll guarantee it for seven years. And that's what the Bible says is going to happen. Wow. These are the last of the last days. So, what does Scripture say? We ought to give the more earnest heed to those things which we have heard. Lest at any time we let them slip away. Okay? So that means we ought to be in the Word, seeing what all it says. Okay? Not what people say it says. Not what your preacher says it says. What God says so that you can hear it, believe it, and do it. Okay? Amen. Let's pray together. Father, dismiss us with your love. Thank you for the angels who are ministering spirits watching over us because it's getting more and more dangerous to be a Christian in this world. Pray for the Christians in China whose church was destroyed this week. Lord, pray for the Christians in North Korea who are in prison camps simply because they are Christians. Pray for those believers in prisons all over the world because of their faith. The Lord, I ask you to help those of us who still have a modicum of freedom left to exercise that freedom and share the gospel with everybody we can while there's still time. Dismiss us with your love. Bring us back safely on Sunday. In Jesus' name and for his sake, amen.